Yo, what up? You tuned in to the Good Life Podcast, the kickback right now. It's your boy, Tim Russell. I go by Good Life underscore Russell on all social media platforms. And I got my boy, Keith, with me. Yeah, what's good, man? It's uh, Good Life underscore Keith. That's on Snapchat, Instagram. You can find me in my real name, Marquise, on Facebook. I'm probably on there more. Fuck with me. And fuck with the uh, Good Life Kickback Podcast Facebook page. You can find that just at the Good Life the Kickback Podcast right there on Facebook. And we got our brother, uh, Jay Will, with us today. What's up with y'all? Jay Williams, uh, you can follow me on Snapchat. Um, I am Jay Williams. And Instagram will be Good Life underscore Jay. All right, so we're going to get straight to it. All of us are dads. All of us have been dads for, fuck, almost 10 plus years. Yeah. So longer than my that. son will be nine. Yeah, my son will be nine this year. So, yeah, about almost all 10 plus years for all of us. Yeah. So we're going to kind of just speak on our experiences um, of being a dad and a black dad, especially, you know, in society today in our generation. So, right. um, can you start off? Just, just tell me, like, how it is for you being a dad? Like, what goes through your head day to day? Like, damn, I'm a dad type shit. I mean, today's day, and it's probably a little bit different for me, too. But first of all, it's definitely a blessing. I got to throw that out there. And I know that's a cliche thing to say, but it's some real shit. Like, because, I mean, being a dad is, is definitely helped me to kind of uh, be more responsible quicker, help me mature up a little quicker, you know what I mean? Because I'm not mm-hmm. just responsible for myself. It's my son, too. And my son, he's 10. He, he on the way to 11 this year. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's getting more serious and serious as, as the years go on. And more expensive. I ain't going to bullshit you. Yeah. Oh, it's, ve- it's very fucking... <laughs> you got to be very selfless to be a parent. <laughs> right, right. That shit is ill, bro. All right, so, Jay, how, how's it for you? Oh, man. Um, well, I had my son. My son's actually 13. He'll be 14 next year, so... I had my son, I had just, I was 17, I turned 18, March 3rd, he came into this world February 15th, so, like, me personally, having my child, like, you had to grow up quick, so a lot yeah. of things that everybody was doing, I wasn't doing, like, people was clubbing and chilling, you know, I'm changing diapers and checking bottles, pretty much, so, you know, I mean, I love it, I mean, yeah, you go through your hardships, you know, growing up, because I was a kid myself, but I feel like with me having my child so young, I had a sense of hustle a lot earlier. So it was like, you know, you know, you got to take care, provide, you know, do what you got to do for your little one. So, you know, I was just grinding. I mean, just kept me focused, kept me more sharp. And now that he's 13, turning 14, you know, he's in the seventh grade going to the eighth grade. So it's like, I'm just thinking in my head, man, he's going to be in high school soon. He's going to be driving soon. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gonna, he gonna be we going to college, there. right? You know what I'm saying? He gonna yeah. be going to college, so it's like I have no time to waste. It's like you know, yeah, certain things is cool, like you want to kick it and this, that, and the third. But it's more like I gotta make sure I take care of business because that's where I'm I at, can, right? You know, so I can't mm-hmm. fail in his eyes. You know what I mean? He's watching. That's how me. I feel right now. Like I got no time to waste. Like man, he's ten, going on eleven. Right. I can't keep bullshit. You know what I mean? I gotta get gonna understand shit, shit soon, so I gotta set it straight and let him know what the real is. Right. That's funny too, because we all got sons, and I think, I think daughters and sons both equally have their own responsibilities. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's certain things I have to do for my daughter that I don't have to do for my son, vice right. versa. Right. So, 
What I mean, if y'all ever have girls, y'all I mean y'all y'all will understand that. Right. But for y'all as us as being young men and us having boys, do you think it's important to set a bunch of standards? Do you think it's important to, important to shelter them or kind of let them be boys? And like, how y'all feel about that? Mm. For me, uh, that's a good question. That's a great question because for me, I'm kind of changing right now, and I think I'm kind of changing because he's because he's older. So like at first, I did kind of like hide certain things from him, like because like I smoke weed, so mm-hmm. he didn't necessarily. I didn't put that in front of him that I smoke weed, or I wasn't smoking in front of him because I know with some parents and some dads that definitely don't hide shit from him. And that includes smoking weed, so they smoking a the car with him or just in the house. And I at first I wasn't doing that type of shit, like period at all, like not even close. And then, uh, I mean, just as time go on, I do kind of, like, expose him to more things because, you know, I mean, he in public school, so I got to expose him to him before they do, and I got to tell right. him about it before they do, just to, right. you know what I mean, so he don't have the wrong impression. I need to give him the real of what it is and what it, what it ain't before the world does, and that's where I'm at with it right now. I'm the same way, honestly. Like, I mean, I was a little bit of both. You know, when he's a kid, you know, you kind of want to shelter him from certain things. Right. You don't want him growing up too early or seeing too many things. But as he gets older, it's like I wasn't sheltered. You know what I mean? And I grew, I turned exactly. out great. You know what I'm saying? I can't shelter mm-hmm. him because I wouldn't know how to shelter him because I wasn't sheltered. And plus, the way the world is changing mm-hmm. now, we can't shelter our kids. You know, you nah, got to let them know what's real. Because, I mean, tablets. I feel like, right, and I feel like they're going to see it anyway. So it's best for them to see it and have the knowledge and understand what they're looking at and what's going on rather than them see it and don't know what's going on and think it's cool to try or, or cool to right. imitate and all that type of stuff. But, I mean, the way the world is now, like, I can't shelter them. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I and that's what's can't. fucked up. That's what's fucked up because we learned that lesson as they was learning that lesson. Right, because right. Like, a lot of shit that was put in place when we were children – we was learning, like, our parents was bullshitting us. Like, they was hiding the world from us, and they wasn't telling us how bad it really was. Like, we was sheltered to that extent. And as we were getting older, we like, shit, you should have just told me how it was and let me try to handle it on my own. Trust that I was doing the right thing. They the line used to be... Yeah, bro, that's that's the whole business. that's that whole stigma in our in our community about the church girls and shit. How they just once they get out of that church life, they turn up. You feel me? Like oh, they definitely they out there because all of that was hidden from them. Like that, right. you you didn't have they didn't have house parties. They wasn't there with us. You feel me? It was a bunch of hood people. Like right, right. It was the homies. It wasn't really. It was a certain crowd didn't experience that till later on in life. So then they just wanted that shit all the time. Yeah. Like they couldn't live without it, and it's like we experienced that. So as we got older, that shit seemed childish and corny. Now you know what I mean. We already mm-hmm. did that when we was kids. Like why would mm-hmm. I want to do that now? Right. You feel me? So we're the ones that's working and trying to do our shit and shaking and moving. And the motherfuckers who was hidden, not all of them, but some of them who was hidden, is trying to get that life now. It's like right. it's too late. It passed you up. That's so I do want to give them that knowledge, like. But I'm just gonna be honest. I don't. I don't think our. I think our kids are way more sensitive than we are. Yes, they are. And Definitely. a lot of shit that I went through as a kid, I wouldn't want my son to go through. And it's yeah. not because I don't believe in him to get through it, but they just they see the world different than we see the world. We was adventurous, like we was the rebels. We was gonna do whatever we wanted to do, no matter who said what, no matter the punishment, nothing. We that's our generation. This generation is real safe, like. 
everything is on the line. You feel me? Like they keep yeah. to themselves. They don't really get to know each other. They're not really in the world. Correct. And when people is in the world, it seems like they they're out there just to take pictures. Right. And post it online. Like, is you really even enjoying those mountains and those beaches and shit? You feel me? Nigga, we could have a whole adventure and not be documented at all. And that was the best day ever, bro. Sun up to sun down. (laughs) Yeah, and because of that, because of them experiences shit, I can still do that shit right now. There's some people our age that can't go out without taking a picture of that shit. That shit ridiculous. (laughs) That's their life, bro. Like, they went out to post that picture. You see, right. that's their generation that we're growing up in. So we got to kind of understand that generation, too, and try to navigate them through that as well. For sure. Because they're still dealing with both. Like, they're still dealing with shit from our generation and their new one. Right. So it's like we got to teach them about everything that's going on. For real. Bro, they be blind to it. It be like... We know because we know we seen predators. You feel me? It really be predators online, and your kid not be oblivious to that shit. Right. And I'm just like, this shit is crazy. (laughs) Like this shit is nuts, bro. (laughs) For real. Be on that shit. I do not want my son to grow up to be a social media type of Mm -hmm. person. That's your life. Getting paid from it. Right. Yeah. Even then, bro, I feel like the CEOs don't be on online all day. Hell no, nah, they definitely <laughs> exactly. Right on Facebook all you know, day. They're not online. Right. They're not online all day, but they utilize it to their advantage. So they they think exactly. and they look at social media as, as another way to get a bag, and that's how I look at. I, I want to look at it, you know, view of my son. I want him to understand, like, yeah, you can be social. You know what I mean? Social media is a good tool to have, because I mean, you know, especially if you're doing something like whether you're doing music or you got your own right. business. I mean, social media is a great way to get fans in countries you ain't never seen before. But at the same right. time, I want him to live a real life. I have to mm. tell people that, like, I live a real fucking life. If I go outside yeah. to go kick it with my peoples or kick it with my homies, it, whether I'm with y'all, I don't have to Snapchat a thousand times. You know what I mean? I don't have to be on Facebook Live. I don't have to do that. Now, it's cool to do that if you want yeah. to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, you, you know, you want to introduce people into your world. But sometimes right. when you do that, people expect you to do that shit all the time. You gotta fucking log off sometimes. I seen something online the other day and it was funny, but it was true. And this girl was just like, What would y'all do if all the social media and internet stopped working? Like, if it just went away? Like, what would some of y'all fuckers do? They wouldn't know what to do, honestly. Like, they'd be in bed, bro. Like, they trying to kick some drugs off their system or something. For real. Going to withdraw. It ain't damn, bro. That shit. All right, so we go. Let's gear back towards the dad. We didn't. Social media, is such a, social media is such a big topic, bro. You can talk about that shit all day. Um, so as far as the dads, this is a very important question. I still don't know how I'm gonna answer this question myself. But what do y'all? What advice are y'all gonna give y'all sons when they start dating? Take when your time. Dating? Take your time. Yeah. The number one advice. Are you I going give. to give them that homie advice, or are you going to give them some dad advice? A little, a little bit of both. I mean, the okay. first thing I would tell my child: take your time. Like, I mean, don't be out there too quick. Don't rush into shit because, I mean, I never did that. I mean, I took my time. You know, what I mean, I never really rushed into, you know, the whole dating thing. You know, like right. you kicking in with a girl. I always like took my time. 
you have to in this world because I mean it's so much shit that people don't tell you. I mean, I don't want my son to end up with AIDS. You know what I'm saying? I don't want my son to end up with herpes, none of that mm-hmm, shit. For real. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like people that move too fast, they end up getting their ass hurt or getting their ass burnt and shit. I don't want that shit to happen. And then like at the same time, you gotta give it to him like you a dad. But at the same time, you want to talk to him like he your little brother. You want to school him and tell him your experiences and this is what I went through and I don't want you doing the same thing. I feel like you have to do both. I agree. My my stance on that whole thing is I think we were given the game, but we were given the bad shit in the game. We weren't given the shit that was going to help us out, the street smarts. I agree. You definitely need street smarts and book smarts and parent smarts and just experience. You feel me? Like when you giving that message, you can't give them one side. Because once they see the other side, they're going to make up their own mind about it. Right. But if you tell mm-hmm. them how it really is, once they see it, they're going to be like, oh, you know, dad told me about this. Like, okay, All I right. don't know how to handle this shit. You feel me? Or, they, you know, they're going to make their own decision. So it's like, just get them the tools they need and then trust them that they're going to make the right decision. But that's your parenting, too. Like, what you're trusting them to do is how you raise them. Right. And people got to be conscious of that. It be seeming like people be raising their kids like months at a time to me. Like every day is something we could be working on with our kids. Right. Every day is a lesson we could be teaching them. We've learned so much. You know what I'm saying? We've seen so much. It's like, why not give them that game? Like I I have to give it to them. Right. I I use my son. I use myself as an example of my son. Like I love my son to death and he know that. But at the same time, I told my son, I could have had you when I got a little older. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Me personally, in that aspect, I didn't take my time. You know what I mean? That his right. mother, I thought, you know, at that kid stage, you naive, so you think, oh, this this is it. I'm a wifer. She, you know, this is my ride or die, whatever you want to call her. So right. we decided to do what we did, and he came into this world. But I was still a child myself. Now my son loves basketball. We training on him. He working. He got aspirations mm-hmm. to go to Duke. He's very intelligent. You know what I mean? He can do whatever you want to do in the world, and I always instill that in him. But I don't want him going the route that I went. You know what I mean? I so hear, so hear, me, hear me out with this. I don't want to cut you off, but hear me out with this. Me and my girl was talking about this the other day. So it's like this saying, basically, like, if somebody wished their life would be different, doesn't always mean that it would be better. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, your life could have, like, you could have waited, and it could have been a different outcome. Right. And the only reason I say that is I want to give the side as I look at this shit way deeper, like, than surface-level shit. So I look at this down to the point of we're black men in America type shit. Like, we could have really been doing something in the streets back in the day and got killed the next day over that shit Mm -hmm. in the mall or something, anywhere, in a fucking ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. So, like, my experience, like, my kids saved my life. Like, when I had my first kid, my whole life changed. Like, my whole mindset changed instantly. Like, right. in the waiting room in the hospital, I'm thinking about something. Damn, what the fuck am I about to do next year? I, I was never thinking like that before. Like, my way of thinking was just sporadic. Like, y- y'all y'all know how it is. Like, I'm just worried yeah. about the next hour. I'm not right, worried yeah. about fucking what's going on tomorrow. Like, I'm about to live yeah. today. Right. That's so it's like that shit saved my life for real. And and I do I wish experience wise I would have waited longer to have kids. But as far as me, like self for selfish reasons, like they saved my life type shit. Like they right. turned me into a whole different person. 
and I'll be looking at my homies like, damn, I wish I wish your kids would touch you like that. My old homies. Right. Cause I can't be cool with niggas who don't take care of the kids. Oh, definitely not. So these is like my old. I'm just looking at them like, damn, bro, like for real. Like I felt like I knew you. You don't even fuck with your kids. Like how can I be your friend? Right. <laughs> That's what I meant at the beginning. Of, like when we first started recording, I forget like exactly the question you asked, but like uh-huh. that's what I was trying. That's what I was getting at. Like he really changed my life. He definitely put me on the right path for mm-hmm. sure. And he's still doing it to this day. Like I'm trying to better myself every day, literally. To better him and, and for his future to be way better than mine, Me. and I and we didn't we didn't get that as kids, right? We yeah. got we got the message of the dad and mom is supposed to give whatever they have to their kids at all times, always, and that's just what it is. Like we're living in a world where we're letting our kids make us better too. Right. We're not just saying I'm the parent. I know it all. This is what it is. Our right. kids are making us better, and we're changing how we live and how we parent and how we interact with people. Yeah. Like that's how it's supposed to be to me. It should be a give and take. I hate when people are just like, "I only give my kids." You should be getting something from them too. Right. Like you should be getting love and getting, you know what I'm saying? Like motivation. Right. Like that should be that should be there. I don't get why it isn't for for some people, but. My kids make me better, bro. Like I just, I, I just look at them and I think about like if I'm fucking up, where they gonna end up at? For and real? I want to be better. Like I instantly like, okay, I gotta figure some shit out. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is being a dad to me, and it's it's fucked up. We got this crazy stigma that black men aren't dads. Right. I hate that you know shit. What I, mean? I hate that, that shit. Most of us had bro. no examples of a dad growing up, though. So we really doing all this shit like off the cuff. Like That's we real. don't got no playbook or no motherfucking uh, no, no examples. Really, but some you, of us do, but most of us don't. But you know I what the great thing about that is, though, we willing to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we willing to do what someone wasn't willing to do for us. Now, me personally, I had my pops. You know, my pops was in the navy, so you know he. Mm-hmm. I remember being a kid. You know, you see a dad you know, like two weeks and he's gone for six months. You know what I'm saying? You're waiting for dad mm-hmm. to get home. Dad happy, you dad home, you happy to see your pops, you know, you chilling with him, everything. Two more weeks go by, six months, he gone again. So it's like, I had my dad, you know, as he got older, he got out of the Navy, you know, I still, you know, learned from the lessons that he taught me. But at the same time, <clears throat> a lot of things I did on my own. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things right. I had to learn on my own. And, you know, it was, it was, a, it was growing pains. You know what I mean? It was learning. I had, you know, I, I didn't come into the parenting game knowing everything. No one does. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time, from what you guys were saying, I agree 100%. Like, my son changed my life, you know what I mean, for the better. Because mm-hmm. you, you think for the future. Like, I know in the back of my mind that I can't fail because he's watching me. Mm-hmm. So his eyes are, you always have someone consistently watching you. You know, you don't, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at daddy's moves, how daddy moves. You know what I mean? Because they, they want to be just like you. Like, we're their hero. So it's like, we can't give up on ourselves and be like, you know what? I don't want to work. Or I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But I'm always thinking, I got to shape this future. Like y'all was saying, I got to look. Like, if I stop doing what I'm doing, or if I slack off, how's he going to live? You know what I mean? How he going to grow up? What's going to happen to him? So, like, I never thought about that. Or, like, things of that nature before he came into this world. So I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely grateful mm-hmm for the fact that I have my son and I have custody of my child, that's big as well. Because I felt like, you know, dads need their fathers. You know, moms is great. And I know no disrespect to the 
the single mothers out there, the mothers, you know, period. Because, you know, there's a lot of things mothers can teach their sons, but sons need their dads. You know what I mean? Right. Definitely. They do, and, and they do, and I feel like it's funny that you say that because I've completely, I can, I've completely shifted gears. Like before, I had kids. You think like the mom is always the good mom, right? And you think the mom is always the one right. You didn't know no different. We didn't have kids. Right. We're just listening to people's situations. When I had kids and went through my situations, it changed. Like everything changed. And it's funny that you say that, Jay, because now when I talk to you, like. It's normal to me that you have your son all the time. Like, Keith, it's normal to me that you have your son all the time. Like, right. when I talk to y'all, y'all say y'all have your son or y'all with him, that's a normal thing. I'm not thinking, right. like, oh, it's his weekend. Like, that's a normal thing to me. And I love that shit because that means all of us are gaining that awareness that that whole black dads aren't there stigma is bullshit. Right. Like, a lot yeah. of us are there, and that's what we need to focus on, the niggas that's there. Why are we always talking about deadbeats? Right, Deadbeats right. is always trending, bro. No matter if it's music, movies, or live, it don't matter. It's always what people want to talk about versus the good ones that's out here overdoing shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I remember, Keith, we, we just talked about the whole, yeah. talking about stepdads on here and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's funny, like, I'll make my jokes online, like, because it's, it's definitely stepdad season right now. It seems like <laughs> women are bagging stepdads right now. So it's nah, like, bro. They everywhere, bro. But it's like, it's a real thing. And I love that shit. And I look at it way, like, so many people have this weird fucking tie to, like, blood is family. Like, that. that's not always the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't always work like that. And it be, I've studied, like, other cultures. I look at, like, how Africa used to be. And they have a lot of cultures in Africa that, the, all the men raised the whole village type shit. Right. So like you right. was everybody's dad. Whether it was right. taking this one to school or bringing food to this house or boom, 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 boom. I feel like that's the culture that we're adopting. And that's how I look at it. Like a kid in need to me, I'm going to be a dad. That don't mean like, oh, I'm with your mom. or It ain't about that. Like it's about you getting a lesson that you might not be getting at home. That's all right. And I feel was. like I feel like as we're growing, that's our responsibility to give that to these kids. You know what I'm saying? I got that form through basketball. That was my coaching. That's where I was right. really getting those messages outside the house. You feel right. me? A lot of kids don't have that. They don't have shit. So it's like they need a positive yeah. message coming from someone that they can look up to. So it's like it's, it's your responsibility, too, to live right. And living right just means living within your morals. Like what you think is morally right and what I should be doing for my family, like live up to that standard. You feel me? Because they watch it, like he said, like they watch every movie we make. You know what I mean? So it's like you really got to be mindful of how you move, especially when you think they're not looking. That means they looking. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like shit's crazy, but. I love, I like They it. sneaky with that, too. Oh, they so super you think they sneaky. ain't looking, that's when they really look. <laughs> right? <laughs> they walk around the house whistling and shit. Like, yeah, you, you eavesdropping. Right. Right. <laughs> Watch out. Let me, hey, I'm going to call you back, man. My kid listening. Like, they be, right, they be everywhere. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but to me, um, being like the whole stepdad thing is, is, is weird sometimes. 
the step back thing can be weird because you don't really want to overstep your boundaries. But then it's like exactly, you know, and it's and it's weird if you have kids. You know what I'm right. saying? Because you you want them to get along. Get like I don't want y'all to hate each other for real. Like it's right. gonna make things sour around the house and shit. It's gonna be sour as hell. And <laughs> you don't even want to make the stepkid look look at you crazy. It's like and I, and and, and I try to be mindful of that too. Like I don't want to right. I don't want them to feel like they ain't getting that same love. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, like especially kids like in my household, like yeah, I'm right. gonna raise you like like you're my kid. Like why would right? Ain't no different. I got your best interest. And I think people look so deep into it. It's always about dumb shit. Like, it, it's about the kids at the end of the day. It's right. always going to be yeah. about the kid. The kid being in their best situation they can be in. It doesn't matter yeah. who they're living with or what they're going on. And and you ain't a real nigga. Like, if you would put your kid in a fucked up situation just, just so they could be with you, that ain't real to me. Like, if my kids was better off with their moms, I would be happy that they were there more. Because I care about them. It's about them. I I have their best yeah. interests in my heart. You feel me? It ain't about right, me. Definitely. It ain't personal. There's no pride in that area. That's I'm what always going to try to put them in the best situation. I had to make mine understand that my son's mother, like, no disrespect to her. You know what I mean? Me and her, we never really had, like, we never, I can say it's better now because she understands more. But in the beginning, she didn't understand what I was trying to say or what I was trying to do. Like, she just looked at it as, oh, he's trying to take, you know, my son away from me. It's like, not that. I just want to make sure, you know, you good and my son is good. Like, if I feel like, I mean, of course, as a dad, you're going to feel like your son is better with you. Just the same way a mom's going to feel like my kid is better with me. At the time, right. I wanted her to do better things for herself. You know what I mean? Like, let right. me have my son. Go to school. You know, get your degree. Do what you got to do. It's not me taking your child away from you it's me like i want this to work like we ain't gotta we ain't gotta right. be together to coexist you know what i mean we right. got enough exactly. love apparently we got enough love and a respect for each other because we've had our child together and we, we 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 raising them in this world this world is crazy you know what i mean i want you to go to school get your degree do what you gotta do that way you're providing a better way for your child and i'm doing the same i just have better resources than you as far as my family and you know people that love my son as well that was helping me when I was growing up, you know, taking care of Jay when I needed him to do that. And I had to go to work yeah. and stuff. Third. A lot of those resources that I had, she didn't have. So it was like, you know, rather than you panicking or oh, how I'm going to do this and daycare this and daycare that, it would have been a lot more easier for you had I had my child from the beginning. And that, but listen, ladies, stop fucking doing that shit. Like, if if we're saying <laughs> shit like that and we're we're in this kid's life consistently, it ain't been no bullshit with us. And I come to you yeah. on some my situation is better than yours. Stop being so fucking prideful about that shit. We are not trying to tear y'all down. Yeah. This is not no personal attack. We just coming to y'all as a man on some real shit. Like right. yo, I kind of you know you've been telling me you've been kind of struggling and some shit. Let them just stay over here a couple weeks. Get your shit together. They always take that shit so personal. Like, they we do. not attacking y'all, bro. I don't understand that shit, especially with, with the moms who ain't even really doing a good job at all. That bro. They don't even really want to do shit. It's like, yo. We looking out. One of these kids staying over there struggling or, or being all stressed and depressed with you. Like, 
Do that shit by yourself. I think some exactly. of, I think some of them is is out of spite. They just spiteful. Like you know what I mean. Uh-huh. If, you know if the dad and the mom ain't together and dad got a new girlfriend, mom mad. They definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? She but like that, no, you not having that. That is a hundred. Guess what that is a hundred percent is all that is is public image, bro. All right. that is is because how they think other people gonna feel about what's going on. Right. Them coming. Right. Oh shit! Hey girl, you ain't had your kid in a while. What's going on? Like they they don't want that. They don't want that fucking type of attention. You feel me? And nah. I don't blame them because shit. Like we said, I wouldn't fuck with somebody who don't have their kids. So it's like I don't blame. And them. I wouldn't want that attention too. I wouldn't want nobody asking me that. Like damn, bro, don't don't you got to exactly? Me? But it's like when you get to a certain point, I got there with my son. You know what I'm saying? My son's right. the oldest. So with his mom, that was the first time I experienced her dating somebody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I got to a point where I I was so secure as his dad, it didn't even bother me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I left it simply as to just make sure it's a safe environment. You feel me? I don't want no foolishness going on or I'm going to step in. But if everything cool, everything cool. And I left it at that. I don't need to meet this nigga. I don't need to do all that. That's extra shit. I I have to trust you around my child. I can't sneak around you and see who you dating. And so I can't, because then I ain't living my life. You feel me? So I trust you. You know what I mean? You was mom. I trust you. I know you you wouldn't put them in no bullshit. Right, so that's that. We had that conversation. There's no need to have it again unless it's an issue. Then we having a different conversation. But outside of that, you feel me? It's cool. So I hate. So I don't know a lot of men. I'm not saying that's not a man thing to do because I don't know a lot of men that do it. But men, stop meddling in their fucking personal lives. Like it ain't gonna get you nowhere. Even if you really want to do it, and it's probably justified. I'm not saying it's not. Just don't do it because you're not going to get nothing out of it. It's a waste of time. She's still going to do what she want to do, whether you there or not. Regardless. So stop. That's your baby moms or not. All these girls going to do what they want to do. So stop making yourself upset. I hate hearing about like DVs and shit over arguments. Like, why? How are you that upset, bro? It be happening. Niggas getting caught up, but yeah, that shit's silly, man. But I mean, most of it, most of it's because they don't like, you know, niggas be like, Territorial, like that's my, it's my oh, baby mom. Like, I'm a nigga, super territorial, right? Bro. A nigga will that's the reason death, why I like, don't do that because that situation would go left. That's why right. I don't put myself in those situations, right? And that's why you I don't gotta, even like, I didn't even used to like talking to them when I was like leaving the club drunk and shit because it's going to be an argument, and nah, for real. I know where that argument could go to. So I'm not saying, and that's the thing, I, I'm not tearing none of our fellow men down, that's not what that is. I know, given in certain situations, certain environments, I would handle shit how y'all handle shit. Right. But I'm just telling you, temptation is real. You got to know how to mm-hmm. deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. We can sit here and talk our shit all day. And we've dealt with the same fucking temptation as y'all. Trust and believe. Multiple times. Right. You just got to learn sure. to fucking walk away from shit, man. Like that walking away is going to save your life one day. I, I can guarantee it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a dad. We got kids looking up to us. Niggas, niggas, that's so fragile to people now. They just casually throw their time and their life away. Like, y'all got kids, bro. Y'all don't get that time back. I, I can't do it. We we ain't them, yeah. That shit's almost like 
I can't even fathom that shit. I can't wrap my head around that type of shit. Not bro. seeing your kid no more, bro, because of some shit yeah. you did to yourself. Right. Bro, I couldn't live with no shit like that, bro. Hell no, nah, bro. I can't even understand it bro, right now. Like, I'm trying to, I, I can't even gain the perspective on that shit, bro. That shit's so far out of my mind. Yeah, I can't man. even put myself in them shoes. Like, that shit make you want to live different. <laughs> like, it makes right. you le- legit want to wake up in the morning, like, yeah. Okay, there's a few things I could be doing differently right now. Yeah, every never day, I'm telling you, every day I'm learning something or, or seeing something different. This nigga teaching me, man. Mm-hmm. We needed that shit, That's bro. A fact. Our generation was headed down the drain, and I felt like I felt like the older generation gave us no respect. We ain't get no credit. We was too lazy. We wanted to play the game all day, or we wanted to be outside. All, like I felt like we did nothing right in their eyes, and. <laughs> I don't give a fuck with nobody saying, bro. We we some of the best parents there's ever been in this fucking world, nigga. Yeah. Like the shit I be seeing my people and our people and they people do for their kids be like that shit warms my heart seeing that shit. Like people go yeah, so are. fucking hard for their kids. And I'm not saying we had the shittiest upbringing, but a lot of us never experienced that. I'm talking about that above and beyond type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Man, I I love being a damn dad. Like I love that shit, bro. For sure. I look at my kids and I'll be happy, bro. I don't be like, damn, why the, y'all fucked up my life. I'll be happy. Oh, definitely. I got something to live for now. Like I got something yeah, to go hard to for too. Yeah. Best feeling ever. All right, so there was some shit, and I want y'all to answer this honestly. <laughs> uh, there was some shit in the news. Not too long ago. And this eight-year-old little girl got her hair cut by another student in her classroom. So something, it could be anything that happens to your kid at school. How are you going to handle that realistically? As a man, as a black man, as a father, how do you, how would y'all handle that? Oh. I did see that in the news. I read that shit, man. That, that man, shit was man, crazy, that's a bro. Question, bro. That's a loaded question. And they sir. cut her hair a lot. That shit was crazy. Yeah, in the back, I seen that shit, bro. That was crazy, bro. You had to have real clippers to do that shit. Yeah, bro. And she had to be sitting there. That was crazy. I mean, it's it's hard not to be calm in that situation. You know what I mean? 10 years old. No, you mm-hmm. 10 year old. Yeah, yeah. If your 10 year old son and your 10 year old daughter, especially if I had a daughter and that's my little and girl. And they were just you know balling. I mean? They breaking down to you. You know I mean? what I'm saying? What do you like, do? It's hard. It's hard to be calm in that situation. Like I can't. I can't say I'm not gonna go off. Somebody gonna have to feel something. Like I'm. Right. I ain't gonna go in there whooping somebody's ass. Like I mean, that's how you gonna feel. Of course, you like you heading to school. Like oh, I'm killing everybody. The first person I see, I'm putting hands on. But somebody gotta pay. <laughs> but I mean, and somebody gotta pay. <laughs> I mean, you gotta. I mean, people gotta be held accountable for it. But at the same time, it's like it's approach to how you take it. You know what I mean? I, okay, I so somebody, so somebody gotta pay. Who's paying? The kid, man, the teacher, I, or they paying? Who gotta pay? All them, all everybody. of them, all of them. Nah. They, they under the teacher supervision and the school supervision. Yeah. You got them this bad parenting for them kids and them kids. That they know better. They ten years old. <laughs> right. I mean, oh. the school definitely because I mean they was under your supervision when this shit happened. But the parents, more importantly, I mean, you can sit down and, you know, have something, talk to the parents like, yo, you know, as far as try to like sort things out. But I think that's a school issue. Like if my daughter or my son is at school 
and they come home and they left where they had a hair and they come home bald headed or whatever or patches in their shit. I'm like, yo, what Bruh. what was y'all doing in school? You know, man. <laughs> and like, I feel like it's your... just that I need to have a talk with my kids. Yeah, like, bro, listen, you letting people cut your hair. Oh yeah, definitely. And right. I feel like it's that view of I feel like if you got an asshole son, you probably an asshole. So I I wouldn't right. even probably feel bad beating your ass. <laughs> I feel like this is your fault, low key. Like you really made this little monster. Now I gotta now I gotta teach him a lesson by teaching you a lesson. For <laughs> real, man. <laughs> I wouldn't feel bad, but yeah, I yeah I would have to have a talk with my kid. I have to talk with my son about that now. It's gotten better for him, and I'm glad it did. It's scary, bro. Sending your kids off to school is scary. It really is, um, especially when they do little shit at home that we just be like, "Why you do that?" Like he used to cry all the time. I'm like, "Bro, you gotta stop crying." <laughs> like, yeah. And, you, and, and you see that way other, other parents are raising their kids, bro. Yeah, I, I to, to pick on the niggas that's crying in school. I'm like, bro. Bro, <laughs> bro it has to be some kids in my son's school that know how to roll a blunt, bro. I just know. That. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. And my niggas well, I, playing with toys. I know they bro. right. <laughs> they got the train. These niggas got the blunt. Yeah. It ain't the same. Kick it to bro. I, I know who raising them kids, bro. I know they dad. Oh, we like, do, bro. Because we know them personally. We went to yeah. school with them motherfuckers. We <laughs> was all having kids around the same time. <laughs> I know y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> I feel like that, that make it worse. Because I'm like, man, if it, if it's a, imagine if it's a nigga you went to school with and you don't like it, is that, oh, yeah, your kid is something. It's like you reliving yeah. that person mm-hmm. twice. Right. Oh, I'm beating it's that It's like, ass. now I got to live you all over again. Right. Bro. <laughs> Teach my kid to riff your kid. Uh, God, <laughs> some jokes in his book bag and shit. Check the notebook. Pull this Whoa. one out. <laughs> if he got them purple shoes on again, nigga, get it. Hop on it. <laughs> but I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because we've seen a lot of different things. We were blessed to have. We've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. So I don't know which, I don't know which area to push him towards more. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 for the whole private schooling. I'm for the suburb living, but we still gonna be in the city. You know what I'm right. saying? We still mm-hmm. gonna be in the city doing shit and talking and mingling. I it ain't gonna be no you know what I mean tuck your shirt in every day type shit. Like right. in school, yeah, but on the weekends, wherever the fuck you want. You wanna go right. to the gym, you wanna go to the fucking northeast wreck, yeah. like let's go. You feel me? Like let's go who? So yeah. it's like I think you just need a healthy balance of everything. I don't think it's one thing better than the other. You just right. need every perspective so you can paint your own picture. You feel me? That's exactly right. That's how I feel. Period. Because uh, my son, he already been in like this inner city public schools, and then he been in like the suburb public schools. So he, he, and he know the difference. He can see the difference. Like we right. talked about mm-hmm. the difference. So. Mm-hmm. That's People don't get shit. that. It's a big difference too. It is, bro. It's a huge difference. And the crazy thing is, like my son, he he get in more trouble in like the inner city public schools than the suburb schools. Like I'll get more calls and more little write ups or whatever the fuck, and like Columbus public than I would like a suburb school. And I don't know why, but you know why. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, when he's in the suburb schools, he can't blend in. Like he stands right. out. 
In the inner city schools, you can be yourself more because you blend. Everybody's eyes ain't on you all the time. Nah, but he get more in trouble in the inner city schools than the the suburbs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He comfortable. He feel like he at home. Like, so you kick your feet up on the table, nigga. (laughs) 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 It's my house. But I I love that. I love that balance, though. The balance is great. That's what my son does. You need it, bro. I think you need it. That inner city, that suburb. Because, I mean, you... You you need that in life. I mean, period. I mean, you learn yeah, a lot of stuff. You're going to deal with that in, in the real right. world all the time. You're going to have some crazy-ass hood niggas over here, and you're going to have some some corporate niggas, like, in the corner. There's still going to be some niggas, but you feel right. me? Right. I mean, I think you need the best of both worlds. You need you need street smarts, and you need, you need you know, book smarts. You got to yeah. have – you can't – it's like now the way the way the world is right now, you can't just have one. Like, you, nah, you have man. one, you can be have all the street smarts in the world. I mean, you, you can have all the so book many, smarts. Many Exactly. You gotta have both. If you ain't got both, you like you in this way, like this day and age now. Yeah, if you ain't got both, you in trouble. Like seriously, I feel I'm scared for you. Like if you ain't got both, yeah, you behind. Yeah, you're not gonna go far. That's facts, man. I I I feel like we had a good discussion. We we could talk so much more about this shit for sure. But we definitely going we going to get more in depth on it when we do our parents episode and it's going to be yes, three girls three guys three girl parents three guy parents and none oh, of us shit. have kids with each other we're all random all random well, so it's going to be very interesting but I'm going to just end this uh with if I could if I could leave a message for my son I feel like it. It'll just be be yourself. Like simply, just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? I think it took me such a long time in life to learn who I was and start being who I was, and not who people wanted me to be. Right. And I'm. I feel so sorry. I wasted all that time doing that shit. Like I've been so fulfilled being myself. You know what I'm saying? And being yeah. happy of who I am and type shit. Like. So my message to you at a young age is just just be yourself. Like regardless of what's going on in the world, in the house, in your relationship, on your team, whatever, your school, just do you. You feel me? Fuck what people think. Do you and boss up, nigga. That's for sure. That would be mine too, to be to be the best you at all times. You know what I mean? Don't let nothing or nobody stop you from being the best you. And in every situation, like you said, at home and relationships and school and life and everything, just be the best you at all times. Uh, I, I second that. You know what I mean? I would do that. I would go further and say to my son, be yourself and know what you want to do in life and never let no one steer you off that. Like, don't let nobody dictate your path in life for you. Like, don't let no one tell you, oh, that, that's whack. You, you shouldn't play basketball. You should do this. You should do that. Like, you know what you want to do, and you go hard at it. Mm-hmm. Even, when, even when you feel like, you know, it's not going right, still go hard at it. Still never give up. We don't say no. We don't say we can't do it. We stand up and we, we take care of what we got to take care of. Whatever goals we have, we want to accomplish, we do what we got to do to make sure we accomplish them. We never let nobody steer us off our path. So that would be what I would tell my child. That's real, man. Well, it was a good one. We're going to fuck with y'all next time. Again, this is Good Life underscore Rush on all social media platforms. Yes, sir. Good Life underscore Keys on everything.
Good Life underscore J. Not on everything, but you can get me on Instagram <laughs> and I am J Williams on Snapchat. All right, y'all. We 